All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Morning. I guess it's more like Oilers Nation every morning. Am I right? Let's get into it with the lead. Hope you all have your coffees. Hope you're all ready to go. Welcome in to Oilers Nation every day live from the Sports Closet Studio. Sportscloset.ca. Get geared up for the second half of the season. You can check them out. One of their three stores in the Edmonton area, St. Albert, Sherwood Park, and Kingsway Mall are the three locations. That's a little early. Those ad reads aren't coming off quite as crisp as they would at noon. But welcome in to the show. The Oilers taking on the Ottawa Senators. It is a Sherwood Ford giant. Game day. Want to learn more about their fantastic Sherwood Ford Service Center? Boom. Info in the description on YouTube. We are live on the Oilers Nation Twitter, Facebook, and of course, the Nation Network YouTube, where Tyson is already in the chat. He gets the first comment. He says, let's go Oilers. I want to see some effort bright and early. Amen, Tyson. Don't we all? We are about 28 minutes from puck drop between the Oilers and the Senators. We will give you all the stats and facts you need to know for tonight's hockey game, but as we uh, we're, we're waiting on warm-ups here to see who's going to get the start for the Oilers, it is going to be Jack Campbell, actually, and that via Jack Michaels. Jack Campbell leads the Oilers onto the ice for a warm-up today, this morning, however you want to say it. Um, so it'll be Campbell going with Anton Forsberg on the other side, and that seems like a... Uh, Seems like a pretty good moment to bring in our friend Liam. Great quick chat. Liam, the Oilers going with 
Jack Campbell between the pipes. What do you think of that choice? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it matters at this point, to be honest. I think they're both just as good as each other, and they're able to 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 throw anyone in any night. I would have gone with Skinner just for the reason of Skinner played well on Thursday, and then maybe you just gain a bit of momentum from that too. But I don't think it's a wrong decision. It's not like Jack has been able to uh, – yeah, Jack, that's his name – has been able to uh, like do anything wrong, right? So go with it. I know you got your coffee in you. I know you're ready to go. Oilers taking on a Senators team that is coming out of their bye week as well, Liam. So they haven't played a game in 11 days. But before that bye week, they are well. They are currently riding a four-game winning streak with back-to-back wins over the Montreal Canadiens. They also beat the Leafs and Islanders. It's a Senators team that's been kind of up and down this year. They had big aspirations after a busy offseason where they picked up Debrinket and Giroux. Injuries have really hurt them this year, but still... I just rattled off the four teams they beat. You can't take them lightly tonight. No, definitely not. And like you said, they went into the offseason with a plan of being much better this season. And they've got a lot of talent on that team to bring out Giroud, Kachuk, uh, So There's so many guys that is Shabbat too, right? So they're a threatening team. And even looking through the stats, like they're very similar in multiple ways. Like they have the second best power play in the NHL. Like they're, They've got a lot of talent on this team and they cannot mm-hmm. be taken lightly. It kind of reminds me, somewhat of the red wings in a way where it's like yeah there's, there's definitely some talent there and you got to play your game and they cannot play the way they played against philadelphia and yeah. expect to get anything from this game if that happens we i see a couple of people in the chat asking for the lines and all of that but i do see that jay is in as well a little weekend show where's jay there we go. No, there he's he not there. Oh, he's running in. Like he's running out for warm-up for the Edmonton Oilers. Jay, 10.30 in the morning start. What's the morning game day routine for you? Oh, for me? Yeah. Well, um, it was Chris Chalmers' birthday last night, so I got into bed at about 1 a.m. <laughs> uh, so uh, my first order of business was get a coffee in me, have a shower, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, Oddly enough, I put a South Island donair pie in the oven and just finished crushing that for breakfast. Oh, a donair or sweet sauce? I went with sweet sauce because I had the garlic sauce yesterday. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good so, one. I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm buzzing. So I posted on Insta because I, I just got up this morning and I looked in the fridge. And I'm like, yeah, I can make eggs. Like, no, donair meat pie is where it's at. <laughs> knowing you were out for Chris Chalmers' birthday, you saying you were in bed by one is actually a little bit surprising. I thought it was going to be... That's true. I had to <laughs> I had to Houdini, um, and I know I probably went on uh, pretty late. Chalmers has a VR Oculus, and that was... Uh, I don't know if you ever tried it. That's pretty, no. that's pretty wild. So I kind of got addicted to it. So I had to cut myself off, and I know, uh, I know the rye was flowing last night, so I had to... I had to protect myself because, you know, little Crawford still gets up to feed at night. So I've got to get up once or twice a night to help with that. So um, big, big nights I've got to limit and normally keep those for the road. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's get uh, let's get caught up on what's going on on the Nation Network YouTube chat. Rusty, the reckless optimist, says, I know I'm early, but I got a massive workout done. Hit a new personal best on the bench press. 315 pounds for four reps. If I can do that, the Oilers can get up for this game and get a huge W. I absolutely love that. That is big, bro. Uh, Yash (laughs) is in. He won't be able to catch the show because he's going to the game. He's predicting a 3-2 Oilers win. Some stranger says, hope Leon got 
his coffee this morning. And if we want to get rolling on our Sherwood Ford giant keys to victory, I'm, I'm going to give one here. The Oilers have gotten three of the four points on the board in their two games since the All-Star break. But I'm going to say in order to pick up two tonight, the stars got to come through. Hyman, Dreisaitl, McDavid. I think they just need to let the big guns take over this hockey game. This is a Senators team that can play, man. They've beaten some good teams this year. They're not like fully out of the playoff race, I guess. You need your big guns to come through for you tonight as you take a look at the head-to-head comparison here. The Oilers are scoring more than them. They're giving up just a little bit less than the Senators. Their power play is much better. Their penalty kill is better. Let the big dogs eat is my Sherwood Ford giant key to victory. Jay, what's yours? Well, for these guys, it's still 10.30 a.m. in their brains, and that is an early start. So just survive the first period and then find your momentum and then just take it to the sends in the second and third. So just stay alive in the first. I think that's going to set the the table for how this game's going to go. Uh, and then just floor it in the first or second and third once, you know, the coffee kicks in and the, the morning don't air pies kick in uh, because 10.30 a.m. to play an NHL hockey game. That's you, you don't you don't really want to wish that upon too many people um, aside from receiving the paycheck. So that's my that's my key. Survive the first. Survive the first and then thrive in the back 40. Once thrive. Yes, well done. Ah, I like the, it's interesting, isn't it? The last two games, they've allowed the first goal, which was a, a trend of the start of the year, but like they were able to come back now. It doesn't feel as as bad anymore. But yeah, I think I'm just going to lean on fully on Leon Dreisaitl, to be honest, like kind of steal what you said, Tyler, but he's not been great and he's got to show up now. And he is uh, obviously a superstar in this league. He's more than capable of doing it. So yeah, I'm just going to go with Leon Dreisaitl to come out and dominate the game. And I know McDavid hasn't been, at his best, I guess is probably fair to say, but at least he's been doing something. And also, Donnell Nurse. I'm thinking Donnell Nurse has a big game today. I've been seeing all the tweets that he has been kind of the Ottawa killer. So I think he has 14 points in his last, like, however many games against him. So I'm looking at Donnell Nurse to come out and grab a couple of points tonight. He's also been pretty decent recently, I've found. Hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like, and we did a whole thing on this on the show hmm. the other day, but like, I think a lot of people have been a bit too hard on Darnell Nurse, and I get it. When you make $9.25 million, it comes with the territory a little bit, right? You're going to be a bit more of a lightning rod for criticism, but he made a block shot in that game yesterday that saved the game. They don't get a point if it's not for that play by Darnell Nurse, and I've said it. If if you want to see how, I'll say, quietly impactful Darnell Nurse can be at times, just sit there and count how many times he kills the play, and not like from an owner's perspective, from like he kills... (laughs) a cycle or whatever from the other team. Uh, I think you'd be surprised at kind of the results in the last five years against the Ottawa Senators. Darnell Nurse has 11 points in 14 games. Leon Dreisaitl has 25 points in 14 games, including 10 goals in that span. So in the last five years against the Ottawa Senators, the Oilers have certainly gotten theirs and the Oilers big guns have gotten theirs. McDavid and Drysaddle combining for 49 points in those 14 games. So I like the big dogs to keep rolling tonight. I'm keeping my eye on, uh, on Twitter just to see if we can get the Oilers line rushes, but there are a ton of games going on at 10:30 this morning across the oh. NHL, including the Vancouver Canucks playing. You think it's bad? The Oilers are playing at 10:30. Imagine being a Canucks fan, 9:30. It's almost as if the Super Bowl's tonight with how they're yeah. scheduled today. Like I know tomorrow, obviously, it makes sense, but it is wild what's happening this morning. Sorry, 
the Canucks are already playing. They started already. So they're already down one nothing to the Detroit <laughs> Red Wings. So uh, there's a lot going on on the out-of-town scoreboard tonight. And I guess uh, we could flash up the standings as well to take a peek at that because there are a lot of teams that Oilers fans are going to be interested in in action tonight. The Calgary Flames, they get going at 10.30. They're in Buffalo taking on the Sabres. Nashville Predators, they're taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. The Avs are taking on the Panthers at 4 o'clock later on this afternoon. The Minnesota Wild hosting the New Jersey Devils at 6 o'clock. And the LA Kings hosting the Pittsburgh Penguins very late at 8.30. I saw this one being thrown around in the Nation or yeah, in the Nation Network YouTube chat. If you could pick to eliminate one, would you eliminate 10.30 a.m. starts for the rest of existence or 8.30 p.m. starts, Liam? Oh, um, oh I honestly, 8.30. I would get rid of the 8.30. At least mm. I can like start my day with like some good mojo, get out, watch the hockey right away. Like, this 8.30 ones, you're waiting all day. Then they don't start till 8.45. And I say, okay, well, I'm going to bed at midnight. And then I'm doing the after dark show. I'm having deja vu. This happened to me already this season. So yeah, I'm out on the 8.30 games. Fair enough. There's okay. a qualifying question. Which day are we talking about? Because if it's a Saturday, I have an 8.30 p.m. game or 10.30 a.m. game. If it's a Tuesday, I don't care if I have to skip work. I'll take the 10.30 a.m. game. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's a decent qualifier in the whole thing. So, sure, sure. Uh, in the chat, Genesis. Nice to see Genesis back in a live stream. Uh, 1030 a.m. all day. Chris says 830 p.m. is gone. Peter says 1030 for sure. Oilers daily, 830 p.m. gone for sure. Uh, I think it also probably depends a little bit on what time zone you're in. But also, like 1030 in the morning, Eastern time, this is only 1230. Like, how many people in Ottawa are sitting there today being like, ah, oh, well, better go watch the Sens play at 1230 in the afternoon. It really like 1 p.m. makes more sense than 1230, but whatever. Uh, digging in, I'm still waiting to see the lines. No one's tweeted out the Oilers line rushes from uh, morning skate yet. We don't even have anything from Do Ottawa. Do they have a morning either. skate? I was going to say or morning sorry. skate. It's just warm up yeah, today. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> opening face off is morning skate. Just warm-ups, you know what I meant. Uh, so you know what? While we wait to do our lineup reports, let's get into our bets for the this morning's action. I keep wanting to say this evening's action, uh, but let's get into our bets for today. I am Aaron. Throw up that board. I'm 2-0. Oh. No, you hit last, last game. You... Yep. It's a tough yeah, luck. I, I know, and right now I'm, I'm trying to chase myself out of the hole here, so I'm really chasing. Oh, God. Tough look. I'll go first. I'm I'm keeping it again. Kind of simple here. I'm up 3.1 units. I'm not going to get greedy. I'm going Oilers money line. McDavid two plus points. I think the big dogs, like I said, are going to eat this morning at the Canadian Tire Center. I think the Oilers win. It's too bad. I wish Betway would have like an Oilers minus one and a half and McDavid two plus points because I maybe would have chased the juice a little bit there. But regardless, I really like this spot. Oilers to win. McDavid to pick up a couple of points. Seems like an absolute layup. Liam, what do you got? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, I will be chasing my losses today and going with an Oilers win over six and a half and a McDavid goal plus 333. Surely McDavid's going to get on the board today. I was looking for the dry side of one, but McDavid fell a little safer. But there was there was tons on better way to pick from. Jay, what do you like? Well, once again, this is uh, I'm on tilt. So uh, this is why I'm doing this to try to get the units back up. But I also think I've got some logic here behind this. So I'm going, oh, there's money line over six and a half. McDavid, two plus goals. Just like you said, the big dogs need to eat. McDavid's got to get, you know, the score tally back up and get get rolling here. Uh, oh, him and Dry Bull have to get rolling here after the All-Star break because they've not been quite the same, especially Dry Seidel. So how I kind of envision this game script going is that, like, the Oilers probably go down in the first, which means they have to score their way out of trouble, which, you know, I think secures the over six and a half. Oilers win, money line safe. And if McDavid needs to go supernova to get this W, then he's going to score two goals because, you know, he hasn't scored in a while. So it it, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. But be advised. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple other interesting ones I just found, courtesy of our friends at Betway. McDavid to score two plus power play points at plus 300. I think the Oilers power play could could eat tonight. They've been if we get on it. Geez, we haven't been on a power play in a year. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair as well. And uh, someone in the chat was asking about: Do you dare bet on a Leon Drysaddle shot prop? He only has seven shots on goal in his last five games. He has been really struggling in that department. Uh, It's not juicy, right? Doesn't it pay because what they have at three and a half shots? It's two and a half today, and it's minus one twenty. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad. He's hit it once in his last five games, though. He's hit it once in his last seven games. Yeah, like, but that's not normal. Like, normal yeah. dry is three, four shots a night. So, like, normally that's always, like, minus 180 or minus mm-hmm. 165. So, maybe we can cash in on the books doubt of Leon. Yeah, like, if you're ever going to bet a Leon dry sell shot prop, you don't get it at a better line in price than no, this. No, no, no. Um, it's debatable, yeah. And if you want to have some fun, Oilers 33-plus shots on goal. 
I like that one. That's a fun one to keep an eye on throughout the game. And the Oilers have hit that number in eight of their last 10 as well. So I like betting on a couple of shop props, but uh, my bet of the game is Oilers to win. McDavid, two plus points. Liam and Jay got theirs as well. Jay chasing it with a plus 800. Oh, I need to hit that. I need to hit that so bad. And that'll put me in a comfortable place. And then I'm going to go super conservative for a bit until I really feel it one night. And then smoke one that's really juicy again. But right now, I've been chasing the juice night overnight. I was going to say, like, that's the thing. Like, I'm in the lead right now, 3.1 units. But you guys, because you bet these crazy aggressive bets, you just need one and you're going to just fire right up to the top spot on the lead. Just takes one. Just takes one. But I I did, I did like that. I only have one bet in for tonight or I guess this morning, and it's that. So I went one. Normally, that's one. I just sprinkle something. I went a full unit on it because I also need to hopefully restore my betting account. Fair enough. There was some lineup news. I got okay. Jack, you got some. Jack Michaels tweeted something. There's okay. no war, no Warren Fogle in warmups today because of the. Okay, so the, the he was traded to Columbus for <laughs> yes. uh, just Nyquist. Nyquist, uh, Pujarvi and Shaw both took warmups. So I would assume Pujarvi probably comes in. No. Yeah, I would yeah. assume yes. Pujarvi is going to come in. I had heard uh, this morning that there's a chance Pugliarvi's drawn back in the lineup. Doesn't sound like it's a healthy scratch for Fogel. Like you said, Liam, Jack Michael's pointing out that uh, it's a blocked shot. So Aaron, we could flash up the uh, the lineup and we can go through this now that we have that information. Um, McDavid, Kane, Derek Ryan, sure. Drysaddle, Hyman, McLeod, Costin, Nuge, Yanmark. That's pretty much the only line that actually plays together throughout the course of the game. The top six just kind of gets cycled around. Uh, Dylan Holloway, and that'll be Yessa Pugliarvi on the fourth line there. Oilers expected to once again be going with the 11-7, and seven, which means it's Nurse and Cece, Kulak and Barry, Broberg and Bouchard, and Vinny DeHarnay, who is now 10 games in to his NHL career and has not suffered a regulation loss yet. Just gets points. Hey, yeah, with Vin in, we win. Am I right, Jay? Oh, my God, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> The one Classic. thing Vinny's superpower is outside of being a giant and, you know, tough. Yeah. Is that guy gets pucks through and gets mm-hmm. pucks on net. And like, so he's just quietly an assist machine as well. Yeah. Like he's actually picking up like a good amount of points on this stretch as well. Uh, and as Liam, as you like to say, it's from his office in that kind of yep. top right hand side of the offensive zone. Just gets quick shots on net. And they just hit something and go in. Yeah. Yeah. That's like what Brent Burns does. Like, that's his specialty. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Vinny DeHarnay is on pace for, I think, like 48 points over the course of an 82 game season. Is Vinny DeHarnay a true 50 point D man? Debatable. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Electronic Jordan says we need to showcase Yesa Pugliarvi and prove he's still fresh. Uh, yeah, a lot of people asking about JP in over Fogel. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea to get JP back into the lineup. I know it's because of an injury and all of that, but you want that guy playing so that teams can get a look at him. We are, you know, potentially only four days away from activating Kyler Yamamoto and a big decision is going to have to be made. I'm not sold that like, you know, a good game tonight from Pugliarvi suddenly leads to a team being like, we'll give you a second rounder for him. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, 
But still, I think it's good to let teams get a look at him. This is that time of year where GMs are always popping up at different arenas and pro scouts are doing their rounds across the continent to watch games. So why not? I don't hear much of Ken Holland popping around arenas, though. Just just FYI. No, you don't. Everyone's tweeting about other GMs all over the place. I haven't seen one about Kenny. Maybe he yeah. just manages from afar. Maybe he's old school. I don't think Lula Morello goes around either. So, Yeah, fair. I'll wait. I will wait and grade after the trade deadline. Scotty 91 is in and says seeing Derek Ryan on the top line makes me think we need to spend on a legit top line winger ahead of the deadline. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, you just, I don't read too much into these line combos just because they don't stay that way for very long. Right. Um, but, Derek but the Ryan- fact is that you have to do it unless you move Nuge off of the third line center position. So like, He's not yeah. wrong. Like more, some more depth. Uh, well, I guess top six depth. That's I don't know if that's an oxymoron or not, but it's not he, wrong. Beck definitely yeah. welcomed. Mm-hmm. But so Derek Ryan's been listed in that top line right wing spot for two games, and he's averaging eleven and a half minutes in those two games. Yeah. So it's not like they're rolling him out there every shift with Connor McDavid. No, but they got to fill minutes. that hole with someone else. But like, if you can get someone that can be dedicated in that hole, then it pushes everyone to where they need to be on a consistent basis. So it should be that should be Yamamoto's spot. In a perfect world, right? It's yeah. Yamamoto slotting in there. But like, Yamamoto's a third liner on a good I know. Team. Yeah. Hey, and I also think that if you, again, I'll beat this drum, you go out and get a good centerman and it, you can shuffle things around a little bit better. Yeah, moves, moves you, new job. Yeah, moves new job. Nuge is, Nuge is a fantastic winner. Yeah. Or go get a really good centerman who's also a right shot. And then even if you don't want to play him at center, you can throw him on the right side and it could potentially cover a couple or give you a couple of different options there. Uh, let's take a look at how the Ottawa Senators are going to line up tonight. Aaron, do we have that? We do. Tim Stutzla on the top line with Brady Kachuk and Matthew Joseph. Tim Stutzla, six points in his last five games. And as Jim pointed out on Facebook, Stutzla going to be fired up playing Leon Dreisaitl. Hopefully he wakes Leon up. Uh, Ridley Grieg with Claude Giroux and Alex DeBrinkett. Claude Giroux also red hot as of late. Nine points in his last five games. Shane Pinto with our former friend Derek Broussard and Drake Batherson on the third line. And then I believe there's a chance they're going 11 and 7 as well. But Dylan Gambrell, Parker Kelly, Tyler Mott listed on the fourth line. Shabbat with Zub. Sanderson with Hamannick. Brandstrom with Holden, when you look at this lineup and Zach Lang and I are doing kind of a feature thing this month on Oilers Nation, where we take a look at every team the Oilers are playing and identify if there's any potential trade deadline targets for the Oilers on that team. The names we had listed this time around were Travis Hamanick, Nick Holden, Alex DeBrinket, and Tyler Mott. Uh, Liam, anyone there that kind of catches your eye is, you know, maybe someone the Oilers could take a look at. Well, why don't we just bring back Derek Brassad? Surely you can get him at like 400K again, right? Yeah, but that's probably a little pointless, no? (laughs) Hot Sam Bacho. (laughs) That'd be a nice one, too. I don't know. They're kind of of one of those teams I haven't really heard a lot from, I guess, of like players being moved out. Like someone, didn't someone ask us the other week if the Brinkat was an option? Like that just seems crazy that they would move him on unless they're not even anywhere close in negotiation. Well, he's got a high QO uh, going does. into the offseason and not to say he yeah. doesn't deserve it, but if if they can get a haul of assets, like, it's still a good yeah. move by them bringing so, him on. 
Because it just seems weird that they would. And you got Stutzel, and then you got Brady Kachuk, and you got him. They're all going to be making the, like that eight and a half, mm-hmm. nine million a year. Plus, you got Hot Sambacho making what does he make seven? Yeah. That's Thomas Shabbat, by the way, everybody. Hot Sambacho. He's eight mil AAV. Uh, you have him at eight. Yeah, Josh Norris is making 7.9. Uh, Tim Stutzel is going to start making 8.3 next season. Kachuk's a hair over eight as well. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to re-sign Debrinkat for anything. But he's got value. You, but he's got value. If you want to talk about the Oilers going out and getting a guy who can be a legit top line winger, I mean, he's played with Connor McDavid in the past. He shoots right. He would look good on that side of the ice. Pure rental. And that's the thing, right? You're not going to be able to afford what I think is like a 9.3 or $9.4 million qualifying offer. So are you giving up a first, a second and a third just to get Alex to bring out for a couple of months and then trading his rights in the summer? Like, I just, I feel like it's not something you should be holding your breath for. No, 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 no. It's so weird that Ottawa would even acquire him and then not be able to re-sign him for what they got him for too, right? I just think that's such a such an interesting situation because you knew that was going to happen. That's why yeah. Chicago didn't want to keep him. And then you acquire him, then you don't sign him because you have already so many guys on the books. Well, it was like a one-year rental test, I guess, because like Ottawa made a bunch of moves that, that got a bunch mm-hmm. of people excited, uh, myself included, thinking they were going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And I mean, that was the bat. If they wanted to, they, they could get close to re-signing him. Like they do have $16.2 million in cap space for next season. And assuming the cap goes up, let's just say 3 million bucks. So you got 19 million to spend. Maybe you do give to bring it 9 million bucks. And then you take that last 10 mil and you go spend it on getting defensemen. Cause that's what they need. That's the reason they're going to miss the playoffs this year is because they don't have enough demon. Like, that blue line is so thin. Shabbat, Zaitsev, of Hammond, Exub, Holden, Jake Sanderson. They got some pieces coming, but like Sanderson is, you know, he's starting to find his way. He's having a decent rookie season. But even if that yeah. guy hits next season, your blue line is so, so weak. So they got to go out and find a way to get some D-men. I just, again, that would be the reason they don't sign to Brinkett is because they're going to flip that asset and use the savings and the money to go try find a defenseman somewhere. Uh, one name I'm actually a little, just a little intrigued by, Tyler Mott, he had a, he was really highly valued last year heading into the deadline. And then the market like dried up in the last month. He didn't go for a lot. He's a good penalty killer. He plays like that hard to play against style. If the Oilers wanted to get harder to play against and they're sitting there with an hour to go until the deadline and the Sens say, yeah, sure, we'll keep half. Give us a fourth round pick. That's a guy I could actually see Ken Holland looking at. He can play either side of the ice. He has a history of going on these heaters where he scores a little bit every once in a while as well. I, I think you could do worse than Tyler Mott if you're just looking to do a Derek Broussard-esque deal where you're just adding a layer of depth before the playoffs. Der- well, the Derek Broussard trade, but you actually put him in the lineup? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, you actually play him. What's his cap hit, did you say? 1.35. So retained at half, it's like 6.75. I mean, why not? I remember when he got yep. traded out of Vancouver and everyone was like relatively upset about the fact he was gone. So mm-hmm. clearly he has those runs. And if he gets hot, then hopefully he gets hot in the playoffs when the Oilers need that depth scoring. So yeah, yeah. It, was Mott, it was Mott Girl Summer in Vancouver. Mott Girl Summer. That's a good line. 
That is a good line. Uh, we only got a couple of minutes to go until uh, until game time already. I love that we're just leading this right up into puck drop between the Oilers and Senators. Uh, last season, these two teams met twice, and I believe the Senators won both of them, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so the Oilers looking to maybe flip that around. I still remember back in that Canadian division year. Yeah, the Oilers lost once in OT, once in regulation, got outscored 9-6 in the process last year. But we're going to remember the Canadian division years when the Oilers just beat the oh. ever-loving hell out of the Senators every chance they got. Yeah, That's what Darnell Nurse thinks about when he thinks of Ottawa. He's just, exactly. oh, no, 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 Hopefully his no, dad's no. in the stands. Ah, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a hometown game for Darnell Nurse as well. Uh, we are going to be out in Ontario watching the Oilers, Jay, exactly one month from now when Edmonton Ooh, takes wait. on Toronto, a little nation vacation, courtesy of our friends at AMA Travel. If you want to come, we got a gondola suite at the Scotiabank Center to watch the game on Saturday night. Food's included in there. Your flights are included in the trip as well. Your transportation to and from the airport in Toronto and two nights at the Fairmont Royal York, downtown Toronto. It is bougie. It is going to be awesome. Nationgear.ca is where you can get in on the latest nation vacation. We gave away a, a spot on the trip, or two spots on the trip, I should say, on our last episode of the show. Um, Oilers sends, what was I pulling up? There's something I wanted to dig into. Oh, Connor McDavid's quest for 100 points on Oilers Nation Radio the other day. We gave our predictions on when it would hit. I said the third period tonight against the Ottawa Senators, or today against the Ottawa Senators. So, yeah, you know, maybe a 6.9. Was he at 95? He was at 91 coming out of the All-Star break. I thought he could get nine points in three games to uh, to hit the 100-point oh, mark. So he's at, he's 90, at 94. 94. He's at 94. Yeah. So you think, so? okay, six points today? Well, it's, it's Connor McDavid. Never say never. Like, this could be, like, this game could be very interesting. Like, yeah. Ottawa has a lot of firepower, which is why you've got to smoke the over. But I think like with how the last two games have gone, like this just could be one of those like beat up your little brother games like we had against Arizona and Chicago uh, when we needed those wins. So, you know, yeah. this could be six points might not be out of the realm because you got to think Connor's pissed. Yeah. All right, that is a wrap on the show today. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford. It's been a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show, a giant game morning edition of the show. 10.30 a.m. puck drop. If you were watching on the Nation Network YouTube, do me a solid. Hit that like button before you close the window. Let's wrap it up with score predictions. Liam? 5-3 power play goal on an empty net for the Oilers. Jay, what do you got? 6-4. Six, four. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and say the Oilers win this one. Five to two. Jack Campbell will stop like 30 saves in or make 30 saves in the process as well. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Shout out to Sherwood Ford Sports Closet, Montana Star Mechanical and our friends at Betway. That's a wrap. Puck drop in a couple minutes. Enjoy the game, everybody. 